We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, another episode of Dice It Up, Ice live from Australia again, me live from New York City, and we're blessed to be joined by one of the best guards in the middle of the country, uh, who right now is is looking at new schools, uh, big name on the market, uh, guard from Iowa State, Lexi Donarski. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Lexi. Absolutely. So good to see you. Yeah, good to see you guys too. Wait, so y'all know each other? I, I need a, I need some background on this real quick. So, Ice, can you, can you give me a, just a quick elevator thirty second pitch of how y'all met? Yeah, um, elevator pitch. So last August, um, there was a, a point guard college PGC camp that was a college and pro session camp. Um, so it had some of the highest level players in the college, um, both men's and women's. There it was a select group, and then also with pros. And so both Lexi and I were invited to go. Um, it was a two day, three day camp, um, that was jam packed, like hours of classroom sessions, um, hours of on the court Mm. sessions, um, all day and just a lot of bonding. And so, um, Lexi and I bonded, um, we were there with what Tyrese Halliburton, another guy, KJ Jones that plays D2, one of the national players of the year. Um, I remember we all kind of went to grab lunch, um, at Subway and just had cool lunch conversation after that. And so we've just managed to stay in touch, um, obviously learned a lot from each other on the court in the classrooms too, but it was just a really cool atmosphere. Um, the coolest thing about it was going into the camp. You weren't supposed to say where you were from. So what school you went to, mm. you weren't supposed to have anything to identify you. So you're just going and you just know you're going with really good hoopers. So it was cool to identify where everybody was from and just kind of follow Lexi and her story. Um, and then, you know, now, now we're friends and we support each other. And uh, it was really cool watching her. 
this college basketball season and seeing, you know, kind of how PGC in the camp helped her game and obviously how she killed it. Yeah, I'm surprised that she didn't get uh, tired of you after three or four days, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just playing. I'm playing. <laughs> Only one. But she was like, she's cool enough, and that was it. That's all uh-huh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Lexi, for people who don't know, uh, I mean, incredible pedigree of guards who come through the Big 12. Uh, that one defensive player of the year, Odyssey mm-hmm. Sims, uh, Rory Harmon this last year, two years ago, it was yourself. Um Lexi, you put up a lot of points in high school and in college. Uh, I think people are surprised when they when they see such big, such great defense in the Big Twelve outside of maybe Oklahoma. No offense to Oklahoma fans, um, but what is it? Do you think that makes you differently on the defensive side of the ball? Honestly, I think I'm just blessed with pretty quick feet. Um, oh, I love that answer. Life, like it was ingrained in me through my parents who coached me mm-hmm. my whole life. Like, no, you don't only try on offense. Like you're going to get stops. The kid you're guarding is not going to get by you and you're going to do everything you can to cut her off and make her change directions as many times as you can and just not give them straight line drive layups. Did you have a chance to guard ice? <laughs> uh, most of the stuff wasn't like mm. offense defense. It was like Man. against, against like the people that were helping work the camp and we were on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they had to stop us, Dano. But I like that you were going there. I like the competitiveness <laughs> you were bringing in. He's like, how was the one-on-one battle? I appreciate uh, that. <laughs> um, you know, it's so funny that she said, bless with quick feet. Like, I think my my junior year of college, I, you know, drank quite a few beers. I played D3. Uh, but I think my coach my coach said, uh, would always say, you're deceptively quick. It's like the complete <laughs> opposite. It's like, yeah, we know you're slow, dude. <laughs> um, but... God, you have to, you've had to guard some really tough guards in the Big 12 mm-hmm. and a lot of different types of players. And, I mean, I, I'm thinking about how tough they are. Uh, you took a shot to the mouth against Texas this year? Yeah, you can Is the mouth okay? Oh, if no. you like listen up, you can still see it. I'm going to oh. get fixed in a couple weeks, though. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, no foul was called. Um, it head wasn't intentional at all. It was the back yeah. of her head. Yeah. Like, it was not intentional. W- was it Shaley? Yeah. 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 That's another Dice It Up guest. Shout out to Shelly. Yep. Shelley. We've had Shelly on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, man. Uh, I mean, so you guarded Rory. Who were who some of the guards when you first got there? Because you started, like, basically since you arrived at Ames, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Celeste, who now is ah, yeah. in Oklahoma State. She was at Texas my freshman year. Um, yeah. I mean, Taylor yeah, Robertson. Andy. We've Wait. had Dyson, uh, Sarah Andrews. We had Sarah on a couple of weeks ago. Oh, um, yeah. Sarah Andrews was at, yep, was at our camp. Yeah. yeah. Before that at Baylor, it was like Moon Urson. And mm. they were really good, especially my freshman year. Yeah. Um, yeah. I even had to guard Alyssa Smith a little bit. Just uh-huh. <laughs> like just hoping that she doesn't post me up the whole time. Um, yeah. And I mean, like Taylor Robertson from Oklahoma, who's just graduating this year. She's really tough to guard. She's got yeah. such a release, but. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of players in the Big 12. All right. Yeah, we had her on, too. Now I'm, I'm thinking, like, we've had way too many Big 12 guards on. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's definitely tough to guard. She throws that up from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But she's a efficient shooter, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she can shoot it deep. Like, yeah. Yeah. In terms of um, playing defense and, like, watching film, obviously, you know, each team does scouts. So you have a lot of prep on these players. You watch basketball. Um, how much does film help you guard some of these really spectacular guards that are good at putting the ball in the basket? 
Yeah, I mean, I really just try to look for like some of their go-to moves, what they really like to do, and like whether they'd rather finish with the right or the left. Like mm. someone normally, each person normally favors one hand when they're going all the way to the rim, and so just knowing that and like keeping that in my mind the whole time, and and then obviously if they're a shooter, if they're not, give them a step and make them hit one. If they are, like telling myself you're not getting a three off on me, even though I mean. Sometimes they still will, but like trying my best to not let that happen. But yeah, I would just say focus is more on like tendencies than anything else, um, go-to moves and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, I always feel like the defensive stopper of a team is like kind of the the heart and soul, so to speak, right? That you can depend on this person to get a stop when you need to get it. Um, your teammates playing with you at Iowa State, did they always feel like, oh, we can just put Lexi on her and Lexi's going to shut her down? Like how much confidence did they have in you just to be able to eliminate sometimes the best player on the other team? Yeah, I mean, I feel like they did have quite a bit of confidence because like game yeah. after game, I'm on the best, the other team's best guard, whether it's the point guard or their best scorer or something. But I mean, I feel like for the most part, I trusted myself and they trusted me to get a stop and not let that person do what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, for me, I I definitely get lost in in the offenses, like, you know, as as just a, from an entertainment standpoint, um, <laughs> where you where you started your career shooting wise, like a lot from the outside. But I think you took like uh, I was looking at it earlier at CBP analytics, like last two years, 80 plus shots at the rim. Uh, hard to do some big trees down there, right? Um, what, do you, what do you think has changed about like your mentality and attacking? I mean, I think my freshman year, a lot of my threes were just open because I'm just the You're freshman year and they're focused on the other kids that are yeah. scoring and stuff. So I think that's why I, I did shoot it at a higher percentage from three my freshman year. And then after that, it's like, okay, like I proved it one year. Mm. So now they're up closer to me. They're not going to let me just get a flare catch and shoot. And yeah. so I really had to focus on like finding other ways to score too, whether that is like Love taking that. it to the rim or coming off a ball screen with the ball, whatever it may be. But like, I'm not just going to be able to catch and shoot on contested threes anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially with the, the volume of, of points, like in scoring output that you were needed to get each game. I mean, Y'all had a, what, I mean, source went down pretty early, like before conference or right at it was, in our, it was against Oklahoma, so it was definitely in conference, but mm. probably our second, maybe third yeah. conference game, so like really early January. Yeah. Um, do you know off the top of your hand, head, I mean, I should know this earlier, but how many minutes did you play per game? Me? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, conference game, 38 to 40, probably. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. Literally uh, highest. Uh, I mean, I think was... <laughs> we hope that doesn't that happen was... to us, though. Yeah. I remember, I remember when I was getting to know Lexi at camp. And, you know, we're again, we're trying to find out where somebody plays without asking. And so I'm like, yeah, like, how many minutes did you play like a freshman? And she's like, literally every minute I could. <laughs> and then seeing her play this season, I'm like, oh, no, she's telling the truth. Like, literally every <laughs> single minute. Um, which I feel like defenders just always great defenders always are in great shape. Like I think about Kelsey Plum and she kind of really just had like her dog mm. class that she had with some of the best guards in the country. And I was thinking about just like Kelsey, you think of right away, like always in shape. Like she is just always moving, always running. She never looks tired. That is how you literally look on the court all the time. Guarding the best player possible, rebounding, mm. knocking down shots. And you just look like, yeah, I'm still here running. Like <laughs> I just, I'm always in, you look like you're always in shape. 
Well, thank um, you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um, but no, you're in the transfer portal. I mean, talking about um, Big 12 all defensive team, obviously you guys won a tournament like this year. Uh, you're in the transfer portal. What are you looking for new and different that you've experienced in the last three years at, with the Cyclones? Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a team that I feel like has the right offensive fit for myself. Uh, and mainly just pushing the ball in transition and a little less structured. Um, not that there was anything wrong with the way that Iowa State ran their offense. It just, I feel like, didn't play to my strengths as much as a player. Um, yeah. And so I have two years left since I still have my COVID year. Um, so I was like, this is, I think this is my time to try to find that right fit offensively for myself. Lexi, I did read that you also were like a great volleyball player. Yeah. In I high school, is that true? high school too, yeah. What position did you play? Uh, outside of middle back. Oh damn! My uh, my wife played. Uh, she was a setter. <laughs> I was like, wait, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> uh, she was a setter in college, but uh, completely different sport. Oh my god! Like I, I feel like there's some similarities with soccer. Like mm-hmm. definitely as far as like flow, rhythm. Um, maybe not as much like actual scoring, but like just the the back and forth. But so many starts and stops. But did you have chances to go play anywhere for volleyball as well? I mean. I committed to Iowa State before I was in high school, so oh. I yeah no, but I don't know. I mean, my team had a lot of success. Like we made it to state two years, and Jeez. we won conference. I I think all four years, if not for sure three. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed volleyball, and honestly, I do miss it a little bit. Just mm. it was fun to be able to do more than one thing. Like I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I play say- co-ed softball now. I'm terrible, but it's fun. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I have picked up beach volleyball in the past like couple okay. years. I'm like went and played in a tournament. I live near the beach in Jersey, so I went last summer played in a tournament with some friends. Um, literally left the tournament feeling like I need to go practice. Like I actually want to be That's very so good. Fun. Yeah, yeah, beach volleyball is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, you talked about committing to Iowa State eighth grade, 13, 14 years old, and now you're leaving. How do you feel? Like, what did that experience give to you? Was it everything that you had hoped it would have been? Um, because you had plenty of time leading up to it to go there, and then you were there for three years and, and made your mark there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I have so many connections to the school. Um, mm-hmm. People that have played here on the men's side and then a couple on the women's side, and mainly just the the men's head coach right now. He was an assistant here for um, a long time, and my dad actually coached him in high school. So wow. I've grown up knowing him and, like, when we're going to games when I was younger, like growing up, we were going to Iowa State games because it's only a three and a half hour drive. Um, yeah. so I was like, Hilton is really cool. That's where I want to play pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, well, I, I had never heard of the term, uh, what, Hilton South or whatever at, for Kansas City. I didn't know that was a real thing. Yeah. Uh, but I guess we got pretty loud in those games. I mm-hmm. mean, y'all, y'all didn't really struggle in the tournament, right? Was there a close game in the um, big bowl tournament? I mean, I feel like we were in control for the most part, like yeah. most of the time. I mean, Texas was close for part part of the game, but like yeah. I, I just felt like we were in control. You know, like it didn't feel like oh my gosh, like oh no, like it it just felt like we had it, like we were good, we were cool. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like you play, y'all usually play a lot of man, right? And then you go play Texas the last. They beat all at home, I think, and then you play a two three zone against them. <laughs> they don't do anything. Yeah. They beat us at Texas, and then we beat them at home, and then we beat them in the tournament. Yeah, the two three zone. I don't know how they couldn't figure it out. They just would not shoot. It was great. I mean, y'all obviously you moved well. 
honestly yeah. didn't have as many three-point shooters either. Like, yeah, that in general, man would be preferred, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. I guess a team like Texas that's that big, you need people in the paint to rebound because they're so big, yeah. Um, yeah. and they don't have as many shooters. Like, you got to get a hand up on the ones that are good at making threes, but like other than that, you really need to rebound more than anything else. Yeah, I, I want to say y'all got out rebounded. By like 20 at home and you still won by like 10 plus mm-hmm. it was it was nuts um but yeah like still i i feel like we're probably reminiscing too much on on the big 12 and and you're and you're looking to to get out of uh well no i mean i was still in there i mean we're we're not asking lexi where she's going <laughs> um that is not going to be on this podcast so uh you should still listen because she's awesome right but uh are you excited to get out of the state of Iowa and just get like a new experience? Is there some type of feeling of excitement of like a new journey? Yeah, I'm really excited. And honestly, I don't know how far away from home I'm going to end up because I don't know where I'm going right now. Um, but I am excited for for a change. I love that. I want to ask you about NIL deals. Um, I follow, you know, you on Instagram. I see the different merch that you have coming out. I see the connection to the apartment complex that you're living and kind of NIL deals. So how have you been able to take advantage of that? And also, is that kind of a factor in your decision of where you go next, um, of just those kind of opportunities? Fun question. Honestly, no factor at all. Like, I'm not considering it at all, no matter where I go. Like, I'm really just trying to find the best fit. And then if there happens to be something where I end up, that's just an added bonus. And that's the mentality that my parents and I have had going into all of this. Um, Like, we have not asked a single school what their NIL looks like because it just does not matter to me. Like I'm going there to play and have fun and graduate and everything. And yeah, I'm, I'm just not worried about what the NIL side of it looks like. Um, but yeah, here, I mean, there were a couple events that we would go to like some people on the team, like usually a smaller group. Um, mm. And for the most part, it was just different companies selling t-shirts and saying, Hey, I'll give you this percentage cut for every shirt sold. And and that was it for the most part. But also I did, uh, I trained kids and ran some camps and that was yeah. a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. Um, and so, yeah, I got like paid hourly, like a job kind of, but like it was NIL too. I don't really know, but yeah, it was really fun. And um, I ran a couple camps and got great turnout. So yeah, it was fun. Nice. And are these on campus, near campus, back home? Near campus. Yeah. They're okay. in games, but probably like a 10 minute drive from my apartment. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Are there any plans to run anything during the summer? Kind of while you're figuring out where you're going and you may not be in the summer session all summer. Yeah. I mean, not right now. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, it won't surprise me eventually if I end up doing one in lacrosse at home, but mm-hmm. I have nothing planned because this has been taking transferring has been taking up a lot of my time lately. So um, yeah. Yeah, it's really trying to figure out where I'm going to go before I think about anything else. Love yeah. that. What are you majoring in? Business, management, and marketing. Mm, fun. Yeah. Uh, there with the NIL stuff. You'll know how to do it in no time. You'll be <laughs> <able to> <laughs> Yeah. You know. But I mean, so I'm transferring as a junior, 18 okay. years short from graduating. So mm. it's okay. tough. Like, yeah. Because some schools to graduate, you need a certain number of credits from the university to graduate there and so I don't know where I end up it could end up taking me both of my years to graduate since I'm transferring so late mm. uh, I mean perfect world I'd be able to graduate in a year and either start and or finish a master's in my second year 
Mm. Let's nice. let's hope for the best. I mean, that, it's hard to say that probably doesn't play a factor in in a decision, right? But I mean, as as someone who takes like the laziest path forward in life, sometimes um, that would probably <laughs> influence me. I'm not I'm not the hardest worker anymore. <laughs> that, that life's life's behind me. I provide for my family and I watch hoop. That's about it. There you go. And, I love uh, that. And and to the point of of getting out and doing other things to get your mind off basketball, like me with playing pretty bad at softball, but having a good time, ice playing volleyball. What else, what else does Lexi Nanarski like to do uh, in her spare time? Is it books? Is it movies? Is it, is it, or is it just all hoop? And there's no, there's no uh, negative about that. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of basketball and I actually have a little gym in my basement at my house. So I'm like, there, yeah. I mean, we're me and my sister are up before school in elementary school doing ball handling before class. Like, it, like so I so mean, for the most part, it is a lot of basketball because that's the way I was raised. Like, I'm like, I want to get in the gym, I want to go shoot. Why not just go chill in there? Like, but yeah. I mean, got that dog. I'm I'm social though, so I like to be with people. Like, yeah. I'd rather be just sitting and talking to some people than sitting in my room alone watching a movie or something. I love yeah. that. I mean, you're I, a coach's kid, right? We haven't gotten into it, but yeah. we'll, we'll talk about Pam and Dave, your parents. Um, they coach for Wisconsin Flight AU team, um, prolific AAU program across the country, always well-known, always well-run, always tough teams. And so what was it like just them coaching you through your you know, childhood years playing basketball and you kind of getting that level of seriousness early in basketball? Yeah, I mean – they were definitely the hardest on me out of anyone on the team. And uh, for almost my whole life, I was playing up two years. So I was like tiny compared to everyone. Like I'm a kindergartner playing with second graders, like my whole mm. life. I just stayed with that same group of girls. Um, so my mom coached me a lot when I was younger and through like school ball through middle school and everything. And then my dad coached me. He was, he still is the high school coach right now, coaching my sister. Mm. Um, yeah. And then my dad also helps out with AAU and my mom is now this year. But I mean, I just think it like, it definitely pushes me to be better because they hold me to such a high standard and they're the ones like um, initiating everything. Like they're the ones coaching. So um, yeah, I think it did help me and it definitely improved my discipline and stuff. Cause I'm like always wanting to get better and play better and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I like being coach's kid cause I like being held to, to those high standards and having people around me that like to push me. Yeah. And what are they like during games? Are they the yelling type? Are they constantly clapping? Can you find them in the stands and look at them and they'll give you a look? Like, what are they like during the games? Uh, they're definitely yelling. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, Hilton's atmosphere is loud. So like, it's not like I can pick out their voice or anything, but I mean, they're, they're pretty vocal. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I do know where they sit. So like, if they're there extra early, I'll like see them, but I mean, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. yeah. I went to a game this year. I had a meeting in Des Moines the same mm-hmm. day y'all played at Iowa. And I went to the game. It was it was wild. You had like a six-point play or something. Like it was like a weird one of those, like you get fouled on three, you get another possession, you get back-to-back threes or something. Like or, <laughs> it was it was like extremely wild. But um, I was sitting next to uh, M.A. Vopel from ESPN, and there was mm-hmm. like an extremely loud uh, <laughs> Iowa State fan who was a man. And – she was like, I think that's Ashley Jones' dad, but I'm not sure. Oh, probably, yep. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, y'all's fans are absolutely nuts. Does, mm-hmm. does playing environment matter to you? Like, do, do you get up for those, like, types of crowds? Like, or is that not something that you really think about? 
I mean, I think now that I've experienced it and had fun with it, it'd be hard to mm. go somewhere that didn't have that. Um, and like, not necessarily number wise, but like feel wise. Cause like mm -hmm. some arenas are just smaller. So it's not like I need to go somewhere that has this many fans at a game. It's just like the feel and the energy in the gym. And I, I do think it matters like, cause it's fun. Like it makes yeah. playing there at home so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I probably, I, I like the, the smaller gyms. I felt like they were shooter gyms. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. So I, I would, I think I would just tell myself that just to make sure I'd try to shoot better. Back then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, that my depth perception's off, you know, like, uh. <laughs> um, what about pregame routines? Um, I remember we had uh, Sarah Andrews on here and she was telling us about her Scooby-Doo snacks that she eats before every game and like some type of candy um other players are like watching their favorite netflix show like on the bus like what are your pre-game routines that get you into your rhythm and flow yeah i mean if the game's at like 2 p.m or later i always take a nap but i'm a big yeah. anyways like that's not just a game day thing like that's any day that i can but definitely on game days unless it's like a morning game i'm gonna take a nap and other than that like i'm really not superstitious at all like i don't need to eat the same thing or wear the same socks or anything like that like i'm just yeah it's re probably really only just taking a nap <laughs> yeah i mean uh t-rob told us that in high school she was very superstitious but not so much anymore just well for her it's just routine like shooting routine but uh in high school she would get uh cheese sticks from sonic <laughs> every day every game day um, so just uh also, yeah, I miss Sonic. That's the one thing I miss about live, like living in New York. I, I want to. I, it's not great, but it's there. You know what I mean? I don't have it now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, who are some of the who are some of the players that we might know that you play with AU wise? Um, Leilani Kapanis is at Penn State right mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I played with McKenna Warnock, who's at Iowa. I played yes. with quite a few people that are at Green Bay since we're a Wisconsin team. Uh, yeah. They were good. Yeah, always. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely no McKenna. Uh, were you uh, watching the NCAA tournament this year? Like after y'all okay. got eliminated? Yep. Yeah. Um, what is it about Garden Caitlin Clark? Did you draw that assignment? I, I'm, it's hard to remember right now. Yep, three years. Dang. Were you, <laughs> I mean. Actually five, because I played her twice in high school too. Ah, oh my goodness. Damn. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I will say, yeah. I mean, being there, you kind of had her in, in fits in the first half, at least. I mean, I think everybody on their team kind of went nuts when at that game that I was at. But, uh, I mean, the Iowa fans were getting pissed off at her because she hadn't, like, scored. Um, I think it was, like, <laughs> I think she was one for nine at one point. Yeah. You know, they, like, coaches in the Big Ten next year, go watch Lexi Janarski tape against Iowa, <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> uh, I mean, obviously it's hard to do, but um, – what was probably your favorite game of the tournament? Obviously, you can't say yours, and you wouldn't because you lost. But you know, yeah. um, what uh, was there a game that you point to? You're like, damn, I love this sport. Um, I would probably say North Carolina's last game. Oh, against Ohio State. Yep, because mm. I was back and forth for a while, and mm. then they hit a shot, and I was like, oh, they got it. And then Ohio <laughs> State with a buzzer beater right at the end, and I was like, wow, like that was crazy. <laughs> you know. Um, I, we just were talking with uh, Coach Brooks the other day about that game, and I was like, and Taylor Mike saw at the draft about mm -hmm. it. 
And Taylor was just straight up. She was like, yeah, like Deja got hurt. I was like, oh, this shit's over. Excuse my <laughs> language, listeners. Um, that's just, I'm, I'm quoting someone. Um, uh, but but then North Carolina went on that run. That was nasty. Yeah, that was good. Uh, How did you feel watching the tournament? Like just knowing that next year, maybe you plan to be somewhere else differently. Maybe obviously you wanted to continue playing and play in that last final game, but also just all the love that women's basketball got. I mean, I feel like every major network I saw, CBS Sports, ESPN, everything was literally about women's basketball in the tournament. I couldn't even tell you at one point who was in the men's final because yeah. it was all about us at some point. I just felt like it was all about women's basketball and, and us, and it was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's no better time to be playing women's basketball especially women's college basketball like you said with all the attention that's been drawn to it in the last even the last like one to two years has been huge drastic difference differences um but yeah I mean I feel like there really is no better time to be playing and it's really fun to be a part of and yeah I'm excited to see where next year takes me yeah, yeah. I'm excited oh, for you what what do you want the world to know like Alexi Janarski is in the transfer portal you're going to a new place for the fans that may be expecting you at their school or hoping and praying that you're coming. What do you want people to know about you and what you're bringing to their school? Um, probably just that I'm always going to play hard. Like there's never going to be a game or even a possession where I'm not giving my full effort. Like maybe there'll be some games where I'm not making shots, but like I'm going to be trying my hardest and I'm going to be busting my butt on defense to try to not let their best kid do what they want to do. So yeah, just always know that my effort is always going to be there. Love that. Yeah, Love I that. mean, from watching, yeah, I mean, what you did to my horns uh, back-to-back games this year was not cool. Um, <laughs> didn't like it. Uh, I mean, like, obviously you never wish for someone to get injured, but I was like, oh, no, like, what if Lexi's really hurt? I didn't expect you to come back in the game so quickly. Like, they, yeah, I they... think I only missed, like, six or seven minutes of game clock, and I got stitches during the game. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh for real? Yeah. I know that. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. me too. Aww. Back in like the yeah. training room, they walked me back in the tunnel and put a numbing needle in and stitched it up and said, you're good to play. I said, okay. <laughs> Here we oh go. my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like, I don't think people know necessarily to the magnitude of like college basketball and what it happens real time, like how much is really on the line, but it's enough for people to get stitches mid game and then come back and just be like, I'm out here playing with stitches. Like I low key could be yeah. drinking blood right now. <laughs> so back on the table. And by the time he's done, I sit up and the clock's like almost out. Cause they have like a game clock in the training room. And I'm like, Oh, is it halftime? They're like, no, it's still the end of the first quarter. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, what? Like <laughs> that was quick. Right. <laughs> that first quarter took forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! I mean, some. I'm. I mean, I'm gonna just say it, and I'm really happy that you're not gonna experience this anymore. But Big Twelve refs, oh my gosh! And I and I know there's no such thing as Big Twelve refs. I think they just nationally rotate. Mm-hmm. But I just there's something there's something about referee referees during Big Twelve games. I just don't like it. <laughs> don't like it. The That's- the the charge call is the worst call. In, in women's college basketball, in my opinion, like mm. they, they're just so inconsistent on how they mm. call it. Like a perfect charge is called a block. And then mm. like the worst, like charge attempt possible where the players are already falling. Um, I just had to get that off my chest. I haven't complained <laughs> about refs in a while. Well, it's weird. Cause there's no flop call either, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it's it harder too with, with the whole charge or block. Like what mm. if they flopped? Do you just not call anything that I don't know? Like, <laughs> 
Yeah, I I do think that should be added to the game um, because I think that um, it it just protects the defense. And I think it happens. You know, Mm -hmm. I think people flop. I think you kind of are wanting to get contact. And so I think with that, with charge calls, with block calls, things like that should also be the opposite of like, yes, you can give a warning for flopping. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I would love to ask like who you played against that, you know, it's just like the worst of flopping. Um, Mm. Is that something you can answer or no? Maybe there's someone friendly, or maybe it's someone from your own team. Oh, no, that's not the first person that popped in my head. I had one, like, immediately. Ooh. But. Just say the team. In the conference. I'll just say that. She's not in the conference? She is in the conference. Oh, okay. It's rude. She was. Mm. Like, was was this last season? No. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Dana's gonna do some. Re- I guarantee he's gonna do some research and message us later. How about you? Oh, bring it out? I figured no. out who it is. <laughs> no, after we stop recording, I want you to tell me. But like, <laughs> I I don't I don't want you to make me do some more academia tonight. <laughs> I'm 30, I'm 30 years old. Um. Anyways, uh, Lexi, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, such a vibe. Um, anytime you're in New York, uh, we'll absolutely take you to Liberty game. Get you the best pizza you've ever had in your life. Um, uh, if you eat pizza, I do. I'm unhealthy now. Um, <laughs> I eat pizza. Uh, all right. Love that. Love that. Um, seriously, uh, we wish you the absolute best in wherever you end up, and we will absolutely be watching. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yes. Okay.